0: This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi friends, this is Annie Grace with this Naked Mind, and I'm here today answering readers' questions, and today I have a question from Ellen, and um, Ellen's question is this, She says, I have terrible GI issues and pain and I've suffered with it for 30 years. I've been struggling to quit drinking wine. I used to use wine to help me get through the evenings when the pain was particularly bad or when I was really anxious about things and that they might be getting really bad. However, the truth is I also drank wine because I liked it. Now I feel that I'm having a nervous breakdown because the wine isn't there anymore to lean on I know it was bad medicine but i'm to the point where the pain and my anxiety around the pain is so bad that i'm afraid to put anything in my mouth and i feel like my quality of life is gone if you have any words thoughts or insights you might like to share i would be grateful don't be afraid to be honest you won't hurt my feelings and please know i'm not asking for medical advice i get lots of that um well ellen i think this is a tough one because i think that drinking for so many of us, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain, or even not pain, but just the edge of life, the stress, the underlying current that something isn't quite right, the lack of ease and feeling comfortable in our own skin, the social anxiety, whatever it is, drinking numbs these feelings. And it does this by making your brain function slower. It encourages neurotransmitters, GABA and glutamate in your brain. And both of those, the function of alcohol and those specific neurotransmitters is to make your thoughts, you know, they don't connect as fast. You don't feel your senses as quickly. You don't feel your sense of balance as much. And so by definition, you you think less and you think more slowly and you feel less pain. And it is very similar, I'd say, to any painkiller that is a band-aid and you know, stops the bleeding, so to speak, but doesn't actually address the issue. And I know you didn't ask me for medical advice, which is great because I don't have any medical advice when it comes to stomach problems and stomach issues. But I would say that not fixing the problem, no matter what it is, um, is is at the crux of this. And so I'm sure you've gone through everything and you've tried everything. and. You're sitting here watching this and saying, well, you know, I've been 30 years. I have tried to fix this problem and it's been to no avail. And so I have been self-medicating with with drinking for this pain. And I think that the thing about using alcohol specifically to self-medicate instead of other things that you might look into and might try and might speak to your doctor about is that alcohol creates addiction. And it does this because our bodies become tolerant to it. And because we need more and more of it to achieve the same effect, you said that when you had slipped, you've actually gone 106 days. It says in your question, and the two days you slipped, you drank a bottle every time. And what happens is that that one or two glasses of wine, you your brain doesn't have any more control to say, okay, I don't want that third and that fourth glass of wine, especially when over time you've developed kind of pathways of addiction in your brain, and you don't have control because your brain affects your prefrontal cortex which is a part of your brain that you know exerts control not only on your immediate decisions but on your long-term decision making so it's such a hard cycle to get out of so of all the things that you could use to numb pain whether it would be you know distraction or something that's not addictive or you know hot water bottle i have no idea But alcohol is probably one of the most dangerous things on the planet to use to numb pain because of the addiction it creates and because of the amount of death, you know, and destruction and disease it causes. And people, you know, we talk so much about drug addiction and it's a huge thing in our country right now. Heroin, painkiller addiction, all of these things. But the interesting thing is that the statistics that I've read most recently is that there's about 24,000 people that die every year from overdoses, according to uh, pharmaceuticals, and about 22 from overdoses to illegal drugs. And there's about 90 that die from alcohol related causes, 90,000 people. So it's, you know, four times as many as each of those categories. And it's really scary because alcohol can literally steal your happiness from you and it steals so much else so I know you know all this and this is why you're trying to to stop medicating with it Um, I'll say from my own experience I used alcohol to medicate anxiety and depression and when I stopped drinking I remember having a similar moment where I was just like I feel like I would just you know if I could just take a break from this you know misery in my mind I would just be happier And getting through those moments and realizing that, you know, going through door number A where the alcohol is, was not the solution. Making just this decision inside myself to close that door and say, this is never going to be the solution. It would only ever be the solution if I wanted to continue this cycle and always have a short term, you know, a short term answer for this problem. If I actually want the long-term answer, if I actually want the life I want to live, if I actually want to move forward, I have to start trying other things and I know that those things didn't all work for me at once. I mean I tried different medications, I tried different you know combinations of and eventually two years later sort of found the mix that works for me and um, I'm going to recommend a few resources to you that I think might be helpful but when you close the door and you say definitively, alcohol is not the answer here. It is a band-aid, it is a crutch, it is a quick fix, it is not the real, true life. It is not the answer. It is not what's gonna bring me through this. It's not what's gonna give me the life I deserve. It's gonna give me more of the same, and over time it will increase my pain, and I have no doubt, just based on the acidity of alcohol and what it does into your stomach lining and the fact that it you know, causes throat cancer, that it's not helping these issues. There's no way drinking a bottle of wine is helping gastrointestinal issues. And and of course, you know that too. So if you, if you can close that door, I think you'll find a lot more peace because it's the It's the leaving it open a crack it's the thinking well maybe i can do that that's causing these nights of agony about will i just be happier if if i could have that one drink this night wouldn't be so bad and when you're able to shut that door sort of permanently like i did kind of with my depression alcohol is not the answer to my depression or anxiety then i was able to say okay now i have nothing and this place you're talking about about the quality of life being gone it's it's actually a great place to be because you're at that place I don't want the alcohol. I've gone 106 days. Every day I've drank, I've drank a bottle of wine. It's not making me happy. This door is closing and I'm freaking out because it's been my answer for so long. But guess what? When it's not your answer anymore, that forces you to go through all the steps to find the right answer. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. Although this this point that you're experiencing can be quite painful. Really good question. Um, I wish I had the magic answer or the magic alternative. Uh, Obviously I don't but I will say there's a few things. Um, Number one is is slipping up you know having that bottle of wine. Don't add to the injury by feeling guilty about it. I mean it's just all the studies I've read all the research that I've looked into says that you know feeling beating ourselves up it can you know actually have this what the hell effect and that means we say okay forget it well my 106 days is down the toilet so i you know i'll just start drinking again and and we get ourselves back in this cycle and it really perpetuates because what we do on a regular basis is much more common if, if we do something today we're much more likely to do it tomorrow if we drink today we're more likely to drink tomorrow if we don't drink today we're more likely to not drink tomorrow so try not to beat yourself up and try to look at it this way like i like to say okay you've had 106 days and you've had two days of slip ups if, if you look at that percentage wise that's higher than a 98% success rate. That's 98% of the last 106 days that you have done the right thing for yourself. And that is a win. Like if you ask any investor, if you ask any, you know, if it was a grade on a test, I mean, that is a phenomenal win. And you need to celebrate that and realize that you're only human and that, You know, you're going to be trying this. You're going to be experimenting with what works and doesn't work. And that's totally okay. So don't add guilt to it. And the second thing I'd say is I really like this book by Byron Katie. It's called Loving What Is. I'll post a link to it below. And I'll also post one of her YouTube videos that's specifically about physical pain. And it really helps me with my depression. Just this idea of this is reality. I live with this reality of having this imbalance in my brain. I have this going on. How am I going to be able to accept what is and then ironically by accepting what is instead of fighting it, what is kind of gets better and heals itself. So I won't try to explain all of her work, but I would encourage you to look into it. And again, it's a really good question. And my name is Annie Grace answering readers questions. You can start reading my book for free at www.thisnakedmind.com and if you have any questions for me, just send me an email, submit them in the comments, message me on Facebook, whatever you'd like to do. Did you miss This Naked Mind Live? And do you maybe have a little bit of FOMO? But don't worry, I've got you covered. In fact, I had the entire event professionally recorded and it's available digitally. Transformation in your living room. Yep, that is what it's all about. You can grab your digital ticket at thisnakedmind.com forward slash digital ticket. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.